Hey everybody! Welcome to Black Girls Inc. I'm your girl, Sister Goose. And as always, I have here with me my lovely co-host, my mother. Sugar Mama. Hey Mama. Hey. Now Mom. I know, you're so excited. She's I'm so not excited. just excited. My mind is blown about this girl. Okay? Okay. I think she is unique. Mm. And she's one of my type of people, okay? But I'm going to get into more she's detail. she's an anime. Eat the cake anime. Eat the cake anime. I know. You know I love anime. So, I can't wait for us to get to know her as an author and right. to introduce her. So, let's okay. just bring her on in. All right. Everyone, please help me welcome Jade Aurora. Let's snap her in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I'm so excited to talk to you because I always do my homework on the people that I'm about to interview so I can, you know, get to know them and stuff. And first of all, I want to say you are a very creative woman. Thanks. And I love that. And whenever y'all see her picture, OMG, the picture that's going to be up for her advertisement of her episode, I'm just saying she is beautiful, okay? I, I just love her creativity. So I'm not going to get too much. You got to see it to believe it. That's all I like. So, Jay, can you please tell us about the title of your book and what it's about? Okay, so the title of my book is called Motor City, which is the goddess within. And, you know, like in the title of the book, it takes place in Detroit. And the main characters are three women. Their names are Rochelle, Shirai, and Louise. So basically, Rochelle and Shirai, they, through Louise, who is their friend, they get introduced to the occult and they learn how to practice magic and witchcraft and things like that. Okay. That's what's up. Now, let me let me just ask you. Was you a charm fan? I like charm. I, I like charm. I was more of a Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan, though. Yes, honey. Yes. Sabrina like the Teenage Witch. I would love to clean up my room by doing magic. <laughs> and pick out me an outfit. Right, with the snap of my finger. Yeah. So, what... What made you write about this book specifically? Like, what interests you in to write about three black witches? Let me say that. Three black witches. witches. What made you do that? Well, one, I am a practitioner of magic myself. So, I'm pulling a lot from my own experiences when I wrote this book. But also, the fantasy genre has always been my favorite genre in literature. But black people, we don't get a lot of representation. And when you do see shows like American Horror Story where they have a black witch, they always have like a slavery backstory or it's always just the voodoo witch doctor. And I wanted to show that black women where we, black witches exist, but we're more than that. Exactly. I, I like that. Okay. Now, I'm going to let you know, you're the first black um, witch I ever met. <laughs> so, this is a new experience for me. <laughs> so, um, not only do you did you write your own book, but you made your own cover, correct? Yes. Yes. Woman of many talents. That's what I'm saying. I love your cover, okay? I love how colorful you made it. 
I love that pink, purple, blue hair they got. Okay, you made them girls look on point. They look like some real black animation type chicks. So, I, I have to ask you, how long have you been drawing? Um, I started drawing when I was around eight years old. Or, that creativity kind of runs in my family. Okay, that's what's up. Now, I have to ask for fans out there who may be wondering once they see what your book looks like or other authors. Do you do drawings for other people? Are you an illustrator? Yes, I, I am an illustrator, and I am always open for commissions. Okay. So y'all heard that she's available. Hit her up. We're going to make sure you get her information at the end of the show so y'all can hit her up for some illustration. Okay? Because I looked at your work, and it is beautiful. You have a <laughs> real good talent. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. So what do you want people to take away from your book when they read it? One thing I do want to take away, what people to take away from my book is that we're all magical, we're all divine beings, even when we live in a society where that tries to tell us otherwise, don't let anyone tell you that you're not, you know, that you're not magical, that you're not worth something. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, y'all heard her. Don't make nobody feel like you're not worth something. I love that. And what made you, because something that caught me about the back of your book that I saw, what made you put, don't let anyone ever dim your light? Because that was in big words. Like, you wanted to make sure we got that message. Yeah. So, basically, what I said, like, you know, in that context, I said, I take a lot from my own experience. You know, I've always been considered weird or different even you know growing up and I was bullied a lot and for a while I used to feel really bad about myself because of that so it's just so I feel like that message is to oh embrace yourself no matter what and forget what anyone else has to say about it exactly okay I like that because I really like that phrase and I love that you made it bold like pay attention to what I'm saying right here this is the important part. So I, I thought that was very nice. You did a wonderful job with that. You're you're so welcome. I can't wait to read your book. Because I, I like to read stuff like that. You know, I watch The Good Witch and stuff. So I like to read it. I, I'm not into witchcraft, but I do like to watch it. Right. You know, no judgment for those who do do it. It's just not my cup of tea. But I don't have nothing against the people who do choose to do it, you know? Right. So, I, th I think that's cool. And like I said, you're the first black woman that I met that does it. So... And that was also one of the other reasons why I wrote the book, because even in 2020, people still have such a negative perception of witches. They think we're evil, they think we're devil worshippers, that we sacrifice babies and things like that. And that's really not the case. Like, witchcraft is about, you know, honoring nature and using the energy around you to create change in your life. So not only did I write this book to entertain people, I also wanted to educate people on what mm -hmm. the occult really is so that they could do their own research. Yeah, that's true because that is what people think. So I do know what you mean. So thank you for opening up other people's eyes for one, two, because I'm sure there's other young girls who are like you 
that's why I really like your book. There's other young girls who are probably like you who need this type of book to read. Because there was not one for us. And if there was a black witch, there was only one. And like you said, it was always the voodoo thing. I couldn't stand that. It's like, why do we always have to do the voodoo thing? We can't ever be a wizard or nothing else. We gotta be voodoo in the movies. Or, you know, why can't we be fairies, mermaids, and things like that? Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I like your book, and I love how you made them look beautiful and realistic. That's another thing that I like about your book, because another thing they do, in my opinion, is sometimes they make them look raggedy and ugly and weird. Right. So, I like that you made your book look different and, you know, playful for older people and young readers. Now, about that, the book is actually for mature readers, so if you're under 18, you really shouldn't read it because it does have strong language and it does have dark themes. Because I wanted, because I mean, because most fantasy books are written for kids, and I wanted to write something that is just like for adults. See, and I like that. I really do like that because you're right. Because books like that is mostly for teenagers like in middle school and stuff to high school so I love how you said you made it for the older people and I feel like yours is more playful and stuff for older people too and like you said it get deep and dark which I'm sure it probably has some real situations for older people so I do like that so okay girl you you done up the game up out here (laughs) you up the game up so, what made you get into writing? I guess I used to always like make up short stories, and I used to write them as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that's kind of what got me into it. And also, I've always been like a fan of Harry Potter, and the Harry Potter books kind of inspired me to want to get into writing. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the Harry Potter fan. You must be from my generation. Cause I yeah. about the Harry Potter, yeah. The books was better than the movie, though. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But books is always better than the movie. It gives more details. Yeah, because you know, they left a lot of stuff out of the movies. Yeah. Okay, so is this your first book? Yes. Okay, well, couldn't look. Let's give her snacks for that. Congratulations on your first book. Thank you. I'm proud of you. That's what's up, because, you know, it's not easy doing that first book. It's not. Yeah. Takes a lot of work, a lot of courage, you know, and a, a lot of time to stay focused on it, because I know sometimes I'll be like, huh, I need a break. I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it. But isn't it a wonderful feeling when you finally finish that book? Yeah, it is. I know. How, how did you feel when you got your first copy of your book? When I first got this, when I got my first copy, it's like I, it was so I can't really exactly put into words. Like I was mm-hmm. overjoyed because I was like I'm holding the book in my hands and I got to I'm able to see the finished product. Exactly. And you know I, I was proud of myself because it took me three years to write the book. Okay. It was like I and I I was so determined to get this published and I stuck with it and I see that it's paying off. 
That's what's up. Okay, so it took you three years in the making. I'm going to give you a snap for staying strong and keep going on that. That's what's up. Because I feel you on that. You said you, you was really putting in work, girl. You was making sure that you took your time to get your craft the way you wanted it to be. Because I, I know when I got my first book, I cried. I ain't even going to lie. I was crying. Because <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe it was actually a book in my hand with my name that I wrote with my words. So I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I will say, when I first got notified by the publisher that they were accepting my manuscript, oh, wow. I actually called my mom and I cried because I was really happy that this was happening. And also, it was like, I wish that my grandmother could have been here for me to tell her this. Because, you know, I lost my grandmother when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And I did dedicate the book to her. Oh, wow. How proud she is. She's proud of you right now. Yeah. I know how you feel. There's a, um, in my book, I make one of my characters based off of an older woman from my church who I seen as my grandma. Right. And she's too sick right now to really read and stuff. So I know how you feel because I was like, I wish that I would have started doing this earlier when she could have read it. You know what I mean? When she was well enough to read it so she can see how much I was admired of her. And so she can see that I wanted to share how much of a beautiful woman she was with the world. So I know how you feel on that. And actually, one of the main characters, like Rochelle, her initials are the exact same initials as my grandmother. So that was my subtle way of honoring her in the book. See, that's what's up. So we got that in common. We, me and you got that in common. That's why I like talking to um, other authors because it's easier to talk to people that's in our world of writing stories because we understand each other. We have stuff in common. And I don't, I don't know if other people would get it the way that I'm getting you saying how, you know, you used your grandma's initials and everything, you know, dedicating the book to her. Because I know that you as an author, I know that meant a lot to you. Yeah. I'm sure it did. So I know, I know what you mean when you say you called your mom and you cried about it. I, I can totally understand. And I think that's such a beautiful thing that you did to honor her. I really do. So let's give snaps for Grandma. Let's give snaps for Grandma. She did it, Graham. She did it. Yeah, she did. Yes, yeah, she, yeah, she did. That's what's up. So what... What are you looking towards to work on next? Is there another book that you are thinking about in your head? You don't got to give us a title or nothing, you know. It's actually going to be a sequel to this book. So I'm writing a part two. Okay, so you're about to have a sequel. Yes. Go ahead with your bad self, girl. That's what's up. A sequel's not easy to do. So I give you toodles for that. That's what's up. Alright, so y'all heard that. Y'all better come on and read this book. Because she's doing a sequel. You better catch up with the rest of them before the next one come out. Okay? Alright. So that's what's up. So what what do you have planned? Like, what is your future goal for yourself as an Arthur? Like, where do you see yourself going down this road in your career as an Arthur? So, if you call it, I'm not exactly sure, 
to to be honest, I didn't think I would get this far. But um, I think, like, if I had, I'm already planning with this particular book. I'm planning two sequels. So it'll be a second and a third one. And I'm and I'm, I'm I'm still coming up with ideas for new stories and new characters. So we'll just see where that leads me. Okay, that's what's up. That's that's what's up. So. Has anyone told you yet how good your book was to you? Because I know for me, I had somebody call me and tell me how good my book was. And it made me feel really good and sad that somebody loved my work that I worked hard to do. And they enjoyed reading my words. So did you ever had a good experience like that where someone said something to you about your book? Yeah, so actually before I even submitted my manuscript, I had two of my close friends read it because I had it on Wattpad and they, so they, they, they were really into it, like they said conflict kept them on their toes, they were on the edge of their seats and they really liked it, so, and then when my book got accepted by the publisher, I set it up on Wattpad to where you can only read the first few chapters and you have to wait for the book to come out to read the whole story. And, you know, I had people saying they were so mad that it ended on that last chapter because they want to see what happens next. So, so far, I've been getting nothing but positive feedback. That's that's what's up. And I'm sure you feel so proud of yourself because there's nothing like having people love your work and making you feel like this is what you're meant to do. Yeah. You know, so I'm really happy for you on that. And you're another person that I met that used Wattpad. Y'all got me thinking about using this app. <laughs> I'm thinking about <laughs> Like it wasn't, so it sounded like it was a really good experience for you to use Wattpad. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look into it because I have another writer who did that. And she's about to make her book. So you said that you sent yours to a published company and they um, took your manuscript, which I really have to give you props for that because I just published mine um, through Amazon myself because I was too nervous to do it that way. I didn't know if anybody was going to want it. I did find a company that wanted it, but they was a scamming company. You know what I mean? Like you got to give money to do this, this and that. But how does it feel to know that a published company wanted your manuscript of your book, like they loved it. It made me feel really good, like, you know, the owner, like the publisher, um, published it was Black Gold okay. Publishing, it's a black owned publisher, and that what made me submit it to that company is that the owner, who I'm friends with on Facebook, she made a post looking for fantasy and science fiction authors, because she didn't have books for that genre. Mm-hmm. So I, so that's what made me submit it. And she, when she, she told me when she read the manuscript, she was blown away by it because she said, "I've never seen black wishes be portrayed this way." And that's what made her accept it. Okay, that's what's up. Cause I was telling you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, my daughter tried to come in here, but I was telling you that you. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Everybody, no, it's not about a problem. Mother, y'all, so this is what I gotta deal with. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying that you are very unique, and I'm encouraging you, which I'm sure other people are too, to keep doing what you're doing, girl, because there is nobody else like you. 
There really isn't because I've been meeting a lot of authors and stuff too, but I have not met no one like you. And I encourage you to keep on going, keep being your unique self, and I believe that you're going to go far with your books. So Thank you. I can't wait to see where your journey takes you. I can't wait either. <laughs> okay, so um, is there anything else you want people to know about you? Whether it's writing or anything else that we might not know? Well... If there's anyone that's listening, like if you're into anime and things, I am a cosplayer, so I do go to like conventions where I dress up as like anime characters and things like that. So you know, you you know, you you can check out my cosplays on my page, which is Jade Aurora, which is on Facebook. Um, I also have a Twitter, and my Twitter name is Jade Aurora nineteen eighty nine, and it's the same username for Instagram as well. You can also find my artwork on my Facebook page, which is Roxy Joe Creations. You can message me there if you want to commission me, and you can just check out my work there. Okay, that's what's up. So you you do cosplay. I think that is yes. cool. I, yes. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know. Like I told y'all I love anime. That's something I secretly wish that I could do. Yeah, and that's that, yeah. <laughs> and that's just something like if you are into that, then you're definitely gonna like the book because the main characters they're into stuff like that, okay. so you'll be able to relate to them. All right, yeah, cause look, I'm an anime fan, girl. I really am. I love Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. I mean, them is the two big ones that people know, but I, I watch a whole bunch of them. So, that's my little secret pleasure. And I feel like there's there's not a lot of women, like, there's women out there like us, like you say, because you go to cosplay. I'm sure you see a lot of other women. But with me, I just feel like with me as a black girl, with my black friends, I'm right. the only one in my group who's really into it. Right. So, they really don't get it. I can't really talk to my friends about it. I could talk to my dude about it because he don't want to help me get into it. But my mom, you know, she she ain't really into it all like that. I be trying to get her into it, but she she don't get it. But I love anime. Like, I gave my son a name from anime. That's how much I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's pretty cool that you do that. And I seen, you know some of your work like i said y'all whenever you see the picture of her episode she she is good she looked bomb on that picture is that like one of your dress up outfits that's not like i didn't really dress up as a specific character i just wanted to do like a witchy type photo shoot and then we wrote that that shoot was actually to help promote my book like that was after my book got released okay well it's a nice picture i like it it's very nice it's unique Okay, I love the little pink smoke that came up. I'm going to have to look at this. Look, look, my mom said, I'm going to have to look at this. Her picture is nice. And I have to say, because you are a plus-size woman just like me, kudos for you for being brave to put yourself out there like that and not to care what anyone else thinks. Because a lot of us can't do that. And that's what yeah. And that's also like advice that I want to give people, and especially if you read this book, why like, you shouldn't care about what other people think. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you go through life constantly caring about what others think, you're never going to be happy. Right. Exactly. 
exactly you are so right and girl look i had to get that way myself i was that way like through when i went through school that's how i made myself be because it's just like look people ain't gonna like because i'm big ain't nothing i can do to change it you just want to have to accept it if you don't like it you don't like it oh well but i ain't about to change for you i'm gonna eat this pizza hamburger fries whatever else and if you want to starve that's you but i'm gonna eat so i don't care that's just me that's my big girl way <laughs> so i i get what you're saying and i just want to say that i'm i'm really glad i said it before but i'm saying it again because i really am glad that we have a woman like you that does something like this that took a picture like this and stuff because there's young girls who need to see women like you you know what i mean to encourage them especially as plus size girl because plus size is in now okay it wasn't that much in when i was younger but they accepting us in 2020 right (laughs) you should have been accepting us it took y'all long enough to know that the jelly was good but Accepting us in 2020. So, but I'm just glad that there is women like you and me to encourage them to love yourself, as you said, and don't worry about what other people think. And as she said, don't dim your light for nobody. So, thank you for that. Let's give her a snack. Give her a snack. Yes. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Let me, let me, let me just jump in here real quick. Jump in there. Because I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this. Because I've never been this close to somebody who outright said that they were a witch. Now, I'm not saying that you're not what you are because you, you are what you say you are. Right. I'm, saying, I'm not debating that with you. I'm saying you are what you say you are. But I'm just curious, what makes you that? I mean, I mean, are you born that way? Is it passed down to your family? Is it tied to you? I mean, some people are raised in it. I wasn't raised in it. It was just something I had an interest in, so I started doing my own research. I started reading books on it and things like that. Okay. Okay, that's cool. I was just curious. Like I said, I have no disrespect. I just wanted to know. No, not no disrespect taken at all. Okay. And how do people take it when you decide to, like, do it? Did people accept it about you, or did you have some issues with it? Um, I mean, I'm sure there's people in my life that probably feel some type of way about it, but, you know, most of the people in my life do accept it. They accept me for who I am. So, even if they don't necessarily understand everything about it, right. I, I wasn't really giving a hard time over it. Yeah, because this is another reason why I say I'm, I'm, another reason I'm glad that you're on the show is because, as you was explaining, that some people misinterpreted you know what witches are and right. I heard you was explaining that it's not all evil and right. you use things of the earth and stuff like that like you was explaining to them I think you're going to help people be a little bit more different about it now because I right. feel like that's a lot of old school no offense right. when it, I it say is. that it is that's why it's a lot of old school that put that rumor out there like that you know what I mean Right. That make it like all of y'all are bad and we just want nothing to do with them. But that's what we have the show for. We're open to everybody because 
there's someone out there for everybody and we want to make sure we introduce all readers to all different genre to all different type of women and black men you know on different books so i'm glad that you came on the show because i'm sure that we will have some audience out there who are looking for somebody like you mm-hmm. and i hope we help them find you <laughs> so that's what's up so ladies are you ready to do something that we call tea time with us jay yes ma'am ring the bell mom tea time now tea time is a moment where we either take the title of mm-hmm. the person's book mm-hmm. about their character or a phrase that they might say that pops out to us in their book and we use that to make a topic where we just freely discuss on how we feel about the matter. So, shake the bell one more time. The tea time. <laughs> the tea time question of the day is, when is a moment in your life mm-hmm. when you felt like someone tried to dim yeah. your light? Again, the question is, when is a moment in your life where mm-hmm. you felt mm-hmm. someone tried to right. dim your light. Did you want to go first, Mom? Oh, yeah, I go first. Sugar Mama always want to go first. Whenever you get mad out the way. Go ahead. Okay. Whenever I was younger, I say elementary, I was a size 14. Okay? Which is not really big, but I was made to believe that I was huge. And when I got older, I was bigger than that. And I have to tell you, I wish I was a size 14 when I got older. But now that I got smaller and I am a size 14, and I'm like, wow, this is the size I was. But people made me believe that I was huge. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like they made, they, they wanted me to think that I was something that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't shine as much. But it didn't, it was, it was what they made me believe. Yeah. But that wasn't really what I was. But yeah. That's the moment when somebody dumbed your light? Yeah. Making you believe you was something that, that you wasn't? wasn't? Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that crazy how people do that, though? It I'm is. sure a lot of people got it that. It is, and I was just Because like, that's what wow. they did to me, too, when I was younger. And I feel like when they keep putting that on you, then you, you believe, believe it. it and you become it because you and believe say, it. hold up. I'm, I'm, I'm smaller now than I was when I was that age. Yeah, you are. And I was like, well, wow. She's a skinny then mini What size was that in? <laughs> And I didn't really, really, I didn't really, really realize what size I really was. Yeah, she, she's a skinny mini now, Jay. She ain't with us no more. I ain't going to say that, but people will make you, if somebody, that just goes to show you if somebody say it long enough to you and more people say it to you, you believe it. Yeah, that was a good Even one, Mom. it's not true. That was a good one. Jay, did you want to go next? Yeah, I think my situation would be to, when I started modeling, because I am a, I'm a pinup model and I also do like cosplay and lingerie modeling. Okay. And so when I was an adult, I wanted to start modeling, but you know, I'm too short. I'm like five seven, so obviously I'm not tall enough to do like runway or anything like that. And my mom did try to discourage me from it, not because she was trying to hurt me or anything, but she knew I was sensitive and she probably felt that. I wouldn't have been able to handle rejection, so she tried to steer me away from it. But I'm really stubborn, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this whether she likes it or not. 
So I started looking into pinup, and you know, pinup is like from the fifties, the forties and fifties, yeah. and things like that. So I started, so I because I've always been interested in that, but I didn't know that people still did that type of modeling. So I started looking into it, and then when I noticed there really isn't a height requirement or a size requirement, I started pursuing it, okay. and I've been doing this for almost. 10 years now oh, wow. and I and I've been published in a couple magazines because of this okay. oh wow we gotta give her a snack for that yeah you go girl go ahead that's what's <laughs> up that's comfortable and in your own skin I'm glad that you decided to keep doing it because from the pictures I've seen Jade you are beautiful okay right. you be working that camera girl <laughs> All right, because I've seen some of your cosplay pictures, and them pictures is dope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, she got the pin on that. Yes, I did. I dropped the pin. I dropped the pin because her pictures is dope. Okay, so I guess it's Sister Goose's time. Yeah. Mine's is a little different. With mine, now my mom, she worked at an after-school program, right? Okay. So, because she was basically like the boss, they would have competitions at her job. I mean, they had a competition about writing, and they had one about doing hair. Now, every time it came to the competitions, whenever I knew that I deserved to win, I mean, I did good, I braided my baby doll's hair and everything and stuff, they didn't give it to me. They would always pick the other kids because... They would always, their excuse was, we don't want people to think because your mom is the boss. That's why we picked you, right? Right. So I never got to win nothing, which made me just feel sad about myself because I'm like, okay, I'm doing my all. I know I'm good, but y'all is basically telling me I'm not good. So one time, they finally did a competition that was an anonymous competition, okay? We were not allowed to put our name on the paper. It was somebody else who came oh, to our okay. job that did it. I felt so, so bad this one. I felt so bad. We had to write a paper about black people, about being black and stuff, right? Right. Jade, I gave this paper my all. I wrote a three-page paper about me being a black woman, and I wrote it on a black woman. And I wrote how I still have that issues today and everything, but how they made it a little bit different for me. And I, I just knew that I was going to win because nobody was giving it their all like I did. I did my research and everything, right? Right. So not only did I feel like I was going to win, but other people like my friends in the, at the job were saying, you're going to win. I know you're going to win because you did way more than us because these people, some of them only wrote a paragraph. And they didn't write no more than one paper. So go ahead, Mom. Tell them what happened. So this is what I did. The names were on the paper, but the names was on the wrong side. And I turned them over so you could only just read the po- You could only read what they said. You wouldn't know whose it was. Now, the person who who, who um did chose the winners don't know the kids. But I know the kids. So even if I, she would have known, saw the name, she wouldn't have known who the kids was. But what happened was when she chose the winners, I didn't even look at the winners. She chose the winners, and somebody looked at the winners and said, that's her daughter. This is her daughter's page, my daughter's page, my daughter's 
Yep. So they told him. So they told him. Then she was like, "Oh no, we can't. We can't do that." So because she found out, somebody told them that it was my paper, right? right. She didn't pick me. She put it back. She said, "Well, I can't pick this because this is, you know, Sugar Mama's daughter." But the person who told her, you want to know what the messed up part is? Her daughter's paper was picked and she didn't say a thing. I didn't say anything either. But see, So but her see, daughter I, got to win. But then I went by what I said. It don't matter what she what she did. I was going to do what I was supposed to do. And I didn't say anything about that. That was her daughter. I wish she would have done. I didn't. But I didn't get to win. But because they kept doing that, after that, I decided not to enter into no more competitions. I, I decided not to do it, but this man came, and this was the last competition I did before I stopped oh, going to my mom's job. This man came, and he wanted to make a book of poetry, right? Right. Now, I don't really do poetry, but I said I wanted to write something. So I just wrote something. It didn't really rhyme, but I wrote how I was me. So I wrote a poem, and for the first time in all the years I went, he chose me to read my poem. He said that I was one of the best ones. And I finally won something. After being there for 10-something years, I finally won my last year going to a job. So oh, wow. I was like, wow, but it took all that time. But they just kept making me second-guess myself. They made me not want to try anymore. I didn't want to give it my all anymore because no matter what I did, as my mom said, I just couldn't win. So that made me dim my light and not get my all. So that that was my moment where I dim my light. So the reason we do tea time, everyone, is so we can show you how just from that little bit of what we know from Miss Jade's book, that we was able to come up with a topic off of just that little bit that we got. So imagine what you'll get. If you read her whole book and you want to start reading it now because you heard her say she's working on a book series. Mm -hmm. So another one's coming. So can you please let them know where they can go purchase your book and your websites or whatever you got where they can follow you? Yes, you can actually go to the Black Goat Publishing's website, which is blackgoatpublishing.com. And you can purchase the book from there. The book is also available on Amazon. That's what's that. And can you spell your name for the people who might not know how to spell it if they want to find you on there? Okay. So it's J-A-D-E and the second part is A-U-R-O-R-A. I like that. And what, I gotta ask you, this is my last question, I promise. How okay. did you come up with your name? What made you choose that name? Well, this is the name that I used when I started modeling because I know that I did, I started doing lingerie modeling and I've also done nude modeling. Because I had a full-time job at the time, I didn't want people to find, I didn't want people at my job to find my picture, so I had to come up with an alias. So, J is simply switching the letters of my first name. I just switched the letters around. And Aurora, like, cause I am into like mythology. Aurora is the Roman goddess of the dawn. So I feel like that meant this. I took that as the dawn of my modeling career. This was me beginning a new chapter. So that's how I came up with the name. Oh wow! Very powerful. Yeah. I, I like that. 
Girl, look, you said you just made up like it was nothing. That, that got a good yeah, powerful meaning. Shit. Okay. Well, y'all make sure you support our girl. Go get her book. Go look her up. Read it so you can get into the next series. I got a feeling that you will enjoy it when you read this book. I can't wait to get my own copy. And I will let y'all know how that goes. And I would love to have you come on the show again whenever you are ready to do your next book. Please feel welcome to come back. To I will definitely show. keep that in mind. And we told you we got somebody for everybody. Yeah, we got somebody for everybody and we just proved it today. Mm. Yes, we did. So... We really love having you on the show. Thank you again for coming. Thank you both for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. You are very welcome. Well, everyone, I'm your girl, Sister Goose. And I'm Sugar Mama. And we are Black Black Girls Girls, Inc. Snap you later. What? You know what this means, right? Oh, yeah. We forgot to tell you, You Jay. You know what this this means, means, right? Jay? Yes, you know. You are now a Black Girls Inc. family member. You are a member of the crew, girl. Give it to her. Yes. We can't forget to welcome you to the family. So you are always welcome to come back. And remember, everyone, October 18th, we will be going to YouTube also. So be on out for the lookout for that. And Men's Week is coming up next week. So see you next time for Black Girls Inc. Snap you later. Bye.